Okay, everybody, I'm really excited today because we've got Shishing, who is, as you probably know, if you come from Chippenham, an absolute star of our community. She has started this amazing, and her good people, started an amazing uh, project, which she's going to tell you all about in a minute. But I'm just kind of excited because uh, she's just one of those people. <laughs> I've heard loads about you. The thing is, I've heard loads about you. Because our young people were involved in a lovely project with you ages ago and I never saw any of it. I don't know if that was deliberate, people just kept us apart. I don't know what was going on. All I know is this, you're here now and I'm delighted and we've already come up with some really nice cross-fertilising, that sounds wrong, cross-pollinating, cross-pollinating, cross-contamination, just don't be cross. Right, so listen, you can tell everyone who you are and what you do and then we can just talk about stuff. Cool. Uh, I'm Shishing, like Eddie already said, yeah. and you pronounced it very well. Thank, Thank you, you for that. Uh, I'm the founder of Refashion My Town, which is a social enterprise based here in Chippenham, amazing Chippenham. Uh, we launched a couple of years ago, which is when we met. Well, met a weeding. Yeah, yeah, no, we didn't. That's right. Your yeah. Kids. Or your team people, met yeah. with us, That's young right, people yeah. met with us uh, when we're here actually. Yeah. We're engaging, we're yeah. doing some stuff here. Um, but then during the COVID we had a little bit of a break because we just couldn't do much work, couldn't deliver anything. But we're back, we've got a shop in Borough Parade now. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it, I get it, I get them confused. So, um, yeah, so we are a social enterprise. What we do, we try to encourage and empower young people to basically look at their impact as in environmental impact social impact and we try to make a change we try to change their mindset we try to empower them to make better choices wow. in their consumption and in the way they live in general fulfilling a purpose you know there's lots of things yeah, yeah we can talk more about that yeah we can so that, that's, that's sort of what uh, we do we, we yeah. try to empower younger people to do the thing the right thing for the environment and for Definitely. Yeah, because, I, I mean, and it's the reason why I want you to talk about this is because I guess sometimes people see things on face value, which, you know, is okay, it's great. You go into a shop that sells, let's face it, the shop looks amazing. Thank you. It really does. Look, the shop looks amazing. The stuff that you've got in it is amazing anyway. And obviously, I like the ethical aspect of it. We're a sustainable development organization. That's kind of why we're working together. We could just be artists as well. We could just be mm. great people, I mean. That's yeah. what we are. We could just be those things. We could yeah. just be showing off, couldn't we? Is that how we make films? We make... No, we no. don't want to do that. No, we do. Except no. that's the point. And that's what we, I really like about what you do. Because it's, here's the point. It's high end. What you get in your, your store isn't, even people are going to go, oh yeah, well, okay, well, it's for a good cause. So it's like, no, no, this is really good. And you've got all these... Uh, added uh, added extras or added value and the added value is the ethical aspect of it the sustainable development aspect of it at no point in history has that been any more important because if we were to have to look at what we would hold dear once everyone realizes just what a disaster climate disaster we are we are in i can say this that you know people don't quite understand that in truth the, 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 the sort of urgency they need to be contemplating is you're in a house, you're upstairs and downstairs is on fire. Mm -hmm. Sounds terrible and an awful kind of... And if you've seen the um, Uprising documentaries, 
uh, about how oppressed um, our black uh, brothers and sisters in London were back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, going on till today, you kind of go, wow, that's kind of a harsh analogy, Ed, but it's, it's true. I want people to understand that that's exactly the, the type of desperate situation. Not so desperate that we can't come up with a, if we, you know, Jeff Bezos is going to, uh, Richard Branson are going to, and then people say, well, that's an advancement, technology will get us out of this. I don't know what it was. On a day-to-day -day basis, though, we do tend to wear clothes. And we have been, through all sorts of reasons, got into this whole idea of disposable fashion. No one mends anything, everyone throws it, and I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm talking about myself as well. I'm no paragon of any virtue. Well, thank you for agreeing. I didn't mean it like that, but I'm agreeing with you on the general sense that people don't. They don't, that's why we have this project, because Course. this is why, that, this is what we've discovered. We, yeah. we know that it is yes. an, it's an urgent matter that we need to deal with. Yes. And we, this is our solution. Yes, Actually, oh, I love it. I mean, that's it. I, I think everyone should do that then. That's yeah. perfect. But they, they can't, because I've, I've been in this industry for yeah. 12, 15 years, yeah. and that's how I've discovered everything about fashion, how bad it is, and there's yeah. a good point. So we want to kind of use the good skills, trying to give it to the mm. younger people. Because what we've noticed is that younger people don't actually, they want to do something, but they don't have the skills, they don't have a strong why they want to do it, they don't know how to do it. So we want to be there to give them the why, give them the how, yeah. and then this is the solution, because if they yeah. don't change their mindset about things, nothing will change. Absolutely. You can tell them yeah. you have to do this, but then if yeah. they don't know why, yeah. then it's not going to stick. Absolutely. So. And it's exactly this type of facilitation that we like to undertake with not just young people, because we do actually work across the community, mm. community age, you know, uh, senior citizens, we do senior citizen projects, intergenerational projects. We work in big industry, and people don't get that. Mm. You know, locality, I think we just work with uh, generally hard to reach young people that certainly say, Otherwise, so I say is we never find any difficulty uh, reaching them. Um, so my experience or our experience up and down the country is when we, we, we come across um, interesting, workable, uh, inspiring projects such as yours, we kind of want to highlight that. Because when we're somewhere else, we'll go, yeah, actually, what about this? What about that? Um, this works here when we were in Salford, and we actually there's loads of great examples in Salford. We came across all sorts of initiatives which were like fantastic. Well, in this context, these people are, are, are brilliantly community minded, they're working together, they're coming up with their own solutions, they're owning their solutions, they are not necessarily causing the problems. A lot of the problems, of course, as we both know, um, from a an absurd capitalist hierarchical system. I don't know if what you think about capitalism, but it's part of the problem. I don't want to, you know, we can have a, an ethical or a moral debate about that if you want, but what yeah, I'm saying is, because it's going to, the whole consumer it's idea. Consumer, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, Consumerism is yeah. what we're trying to combat with yeah. our project, actually. So capitalism yeah. is a big part of it. Mm. And I think that is what, that comes down to the mindset again, you know. And actually, it's so, the reason why we chose fashion as a tool to talk to younger people as well, because they all can connect with fashion. But then yeah. fashion is, a commodity that we all consume, like you said earlier. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really good connection point for us, and everybody's interested in fashion in one way or another. Yeah. Maybe not fashion, but clothes. We all wear it. But this is the idea, because surely fa 
someone's fashion mm. is their desire, their own personal interpretation of how they want to present themselves. Mm -hmm. um, I usually have to play myself down a lot because otherwise, you know, people, oh my god, he's gorgeous and stuff like that. And that's just weird. I'm like, what are you laughing at? What? <laughs> you went you back and laughing at something you heard earlier before you got here. Is this thing you feeling right now? Wow. Rebecca, call somebody. Okay, call. Just no, I, just, I like the idea that you have to play this down, you know. It's it's a big problem. It can <laughs> Clearly. Be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the other times I have to hide because people are trying to attack me. Anyhow, point being, you're right. And, and that's why we use, we don't just use the arts, and I mean any art. Any person we come across, whether they're homeless, whether they're involved, women involved in the sex industry, whatever it was, children in care, all those different aspects of society, it's the, 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 the general idea of people getting linked into what we're doing because of the arts very unthreatening, it's universal. Each culture has an interpretation, whether it's music, whether it's dancing, whatever it is, we'll do all those things whilst having that debate about the emotional and the, uh, the mental uh, well-being of each individual and people, people's context and whether they're, you know, where they're working, where they're living, whether it's school, relationships, all about relationships. And we use sport, we use food and all the life skills. But I'm, I'm, pre I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you on that, and hence I really want to promote what you do because it's fantastic. Because you're right, it's such a. I don't know if Annie, Annie, who works with us, uh, used to be a model, so she has got a real kind of uh, real insight to the whole. I don't know about the fashion industry, not actually. No, it's not. And I'd be quite interested to, uh, to make a film or a documentary or even a kind of half fictional thing about it. Maybe you could help us there because I kind of like your. Uh, I like a lot of things about it actually. I like oh, the fact that nice. you're from Hong Kong but live in Sweden. Yes. And I'll tell you about the natural step, um, which is a which is a sustainability uh, model um, that was developed in Sweden. So they're quite ahead of it, aren't they? Yeah, they are already quite a few years ahead of it. I mean, even what we're doing now, I think they've been doing something very quite similar probably for about 10 years or so. Yeah. They are, they are um, organizations that already do what I do here, but yeah. obviously here slightly differently. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah, so they are slightly ahead of the curve, but they get a lot of support from the government and higher up. You know, it's generally, yeah, it's just a much better supported system to do what we're doing now. Literally, we had to pay to do it in a way, so uh -huh. <laughs> most, yeah. almost right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we certainly pay with all of our time, and it's not, yeah. every, not everybody are in a position to do it and Excuse all me, want sir. to do it. Sorry guys. Who's got the music box? Oh, Cheers. Just like, honestly, don't know about what you're like, like working with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so I think over there they, they can do these things because it's just connected. Yeah, it's so, not connected, it's just supported. Yeah, just supported. Um, um, that's why, again, we, we, we started, started with nothing, look at us now. Nothing. Um, similar. Cold start, you know, from a like, huh? Sustainable. Well, what is that? Art, I guess. Sustainable. I say, oh, that's why we're using the arts to explore it. Similarly, we did a, a film. Um, we were working, um, the mother of my sons was working on this fantastic project over in Bristol on the front line in St. Paul's, working with this organisation that worked with women involved in the sex industry. So, the, the actual interaction, the artist creative project was just healing and soothing and quite cathartic for the participants, which is what we want it to be. 
And then there was a, a kind of a, a little documentary made which showed you decision makers and people get a better idea about the emotional and the mental health of these uh, individuals and some of their circumstances. Simultaneously then, it's like, well, how do we get people to have, and who are the people that end up in, in, involved in the sex industry? And what is, is there a general idea of who, what sort of person, from what sort of demographic, what sort of background, etc., etc. Um, and we realised actually there was uh, quite a high percentage because we worked in prisons as well in a previous sort of incarnation. Um, and you kind of think, well, who are these people? Well, what is the circumstances? Is it hit or miss? Is it, is it uh, you know, people born like this? Blah, 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 blah. So we then, how do you translate and get people interested in something that's been going on literally? It's one of the oldest trades, mm -hmm. prostitution. Mm -hmm. How do you get people to look at some of it from the horrendous? I think fashion's bad. Whoa. Mm -hmm. It's like, wow. That's a completely different level. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. But it's kind of actually there. I know it's going to sound outrageous. That the exploitation that's involved yeah, with models, yeah. putting those little houses, everything seems really glamorous. I've met a few in my time, mm. models, in, and you know, fair play to them. But uh, and Annie, of course, is is is, is had, had quite a, a lifestyle with it, and it will tell you, uh, you know, quite very honestly what it was like. And it's like kind of horrified, but kind of get it because you know, the friends of mine are actors and musicians. There's a lot of exploitation. People's um, mental health gets really, really, uh, I was going to say, battered. But I'll say it. I'll say battered. Yeah. So we're working on this, this project in St. Paul's, and I'm thinking, how do we get people more involved in this, these issues? So cut two, we ended up producing a feature film that had Ray Winston. I don't know if you know Ray Winston. Fortunately, he's doing the Bet365 adverts now, which I don't dig. But generally, top guy, top geezer, literally, he is the top geezer. Um, really empathetic, great spirit, great family. Did this project where a feature film which got BAFTA nominated and has been all over the world and it's kind of like... And then the BBC were interviewed in my office and then the radio were phoning me up. And it was a live show. And they kind of said, well, I thought that you worked with the community. I thought that you worked in... I said, well, we do. We work all, all across the community. There's no exclusion to what we do. We concentrate, however, on the people that need our help most. So it will be homeless projects. It will be working with um, children in care, etc., etc., etc. And they started writing. I said, but why, I don't, why did you do a feature film? And I said, because if I put up a poster and said, well, I was doing a talk about this in our local town hall, not that that's freely available to everyone, um... <laughs> Neil Paul, no thanks. Um, that no one would come, and not not only would not not some people would come, I'm sure. But the one saying is not that amount. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't have been a project that went all over the world, yeah. to Australia, to Egypt. We won awards in all sorts of places. The content of that is on the BBC. Something's going. Goes well. You wouldn't interview me. You wouldn't be phoning me up. I wouldn't be on live radio now and the TV waiting to interview me now if Ray Winston wasn't involved, or Damon Albarn, as it were, and Mel C and other projects. Yeah. Because people, it's the disconnect between homeless projects, you're going to do art with homeless people, yeah, couldn't raise a penny. We could not raise a penny to do that. Now, bizarrely, I just happened to be good friends with Melanie C, and she phoned up, just as she did periodically, how are you getting on? All right, mate, but you know, we're having a problem at the moment, uh, raising money, we got to, we just had been turned down for, to, to do work with homeless people. This was... 20 years ago, no, yeah, it was probably about 23 years ago, 
not an interest. Doorway didn't exist, which is obviously a wonderful organisation. Yeah. Nothing like that. Say, wait a minute. It's the fundamental of society. These people haven't got any homes. And people, I'm sure people think that they deliberately haven't got any homes or this kind of fact that I can't be bothered. A, a bit of stigma around that still, isn't there? Totally. It? Mm. Totally. And, and hopefully, with all different sort of projects, we'll be able to alleviate that. However, it is a sad indictment of our society, like you're saying, that we don't. We, you know, the support that you get to do the initiative that you're doing now, considering what it is and the added value, it should be something that gets massive support. It will, it will come. The more, I think it, for us, it's a little bit of a matter of approving the concept as well. Yeah. We just got some funding through from CDLC, which we're super grateful for. Yeah. Um, they're probably, at the moment, one of our biggest funders. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that will snowball and take us to, you know, if we can prove that we can actually deliver this thing, yeah. which we can, we know it's going to be success because whoever we can support, you know, the, part of the question is how do you define success as well, yeah. um, which we sort of discussed yesterday and in the funding meeting too. It's like, how do you define it? How, you know, like if I just help 10 people, is that successful? Mm. Or do I need to make a million pounds? I don't know. Who, who is asking this question though? Uh, just trustee members, and we were also discussing in our training. Though? We are, a, no, we are a social enterprise. Yeah, so who's the trustees? Um, no, this was in the CBLC meeting. You're part of just like, are you, how do you prove that you're going to be successful? Good, okay. So, <laughs> how do you see it? In an ideal world, how do you see this expanding? Or will it expand? Will it be, not a franchise as such, will you open different ones? Definitely. Definitely. I think this is definitely needed. There's a model. So this is what we're trying to do now. So we are fairly small as an organisation yeah. still. Um, which is great to get a little bit of fun to just help us sustain what we're doing. Yeah, and so right, then, right so. Yeah, and then the idea is that we can scale it, but at the moment we're not ready to scale it yet, so we're getting all the processes in place. So I'm writing every single process down at the moment and building that core team yeah. so that we can take it to different towns. Every town should have a refashion, yeah. we should have a refashion Chippenham, we should have a refashion Bristol, a refashion you know there's like young people yeah. I mean the reason why we decided on Chippenham because we've got the secondary schools here we've got the, uh, yeah. the college here we've got lots of kids here that need us that's why we're here yeah. this is not the greatest place to have this organization in terms of financial return yeah because we don't have enough football yeah yeah um, we would do amazingly well somewhere like Bristol yeah you know, we wouldn't have a problem with football or selling or yeah. workshops. Yeah. It's because we're here. But we want to be here because we're needed here at the moment. Yeah. And also help to build the processes. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right. So I, I think that's it. So, you, you know. know, it's a combination of it's here, it's convenient, but it's also, I can see this being really useful for the Chippenham youth. They've got nowhere to go. 100%. Yeah. No, I, I just came out of the shop, so all our volunteers and our new um, employees, they're there working, they're upcycling stuff. And yeah. you know, they're like, oh, so, so customers are coming in, so it's amazing seeing young people sewing. I'm like, yes, this is what we yeah, want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Chippenham needs us here, yeah. but next we will want to expand out to yeah. other locations. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. No, and, and, and you're right, completely right. Um, what about expanding into this shop. <laughs> yes, let's just take this over as well. Yeah, let's no, no, do something. Well, we've, got, we, we've had someone in here for the last how many months upcycling stuff and mm. the, the fashion uh, uh, stuff's over there and it sells. Yeah. 
So we totally agree. We've also got these two sewing machines, although I'm quite dubious about how well or whether they don't work. But what I'm saying is, it's space and it's another place mm -hmm. to advertise and sell your stuff. When you're not even there, they could just be hanging on a rail. Yeah. Yeah? You have different customers as we do anyway. So we've got so much With, stuff yeah. that's been donated yeah, yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So very easily we could just yeah, ship yeah. some over. We can do something together as well. Also, like the fashion show. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm going to do a fashion show. Yeah. Fashion, do a fashion show. Fashion, yeah. yeah, we'll do a fashion show. Because we, we can clear this and have it in here. Mm -hmm. But I'm very, we get great support from uh, Eagle One, uh, uh, Emery Gate, all the staff here. I, you know the atrium, the big white space? Mm. I think we should do it in there. Okay. As well. Are you going to organise it? Yeah. Alright. We'll provide the clothes. That's it. We've got models. No, we've got, got models too. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> You've got, <laughs> are you modelling? We need some Sorry, men. No. Yeah, we definitely, we definitely need men. Yeah. You're right. But and, you and, and I, I will definitely. You can lead the troop. I, I, will, I will do that if you have got some oversized clothes that I need to We can start. Your stuff's out. great, by the way. I've got, I'm going to say I'm going to say it and say it again. You're totally right because we work up and down the country. And I'm going to these um, retro stores and, you know, they're really expensive. They haven't been upcycled, they've just been recycled. Yes. That's it. Buy this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now, I'd fix or it doesn't. It's, it's 50 years old, it's 40 years old. Oh, uh, you buy it for twice the price. It's actually of a, of a modern contemporary of, of, of the example of what it is. Your stuff is quality. I love the whole thing. R literally, the thread that runs through what you do, yeah, is... Is like the thread of, of life and love and my thread. God. There is a Look, lot see, of life and love that's gone into, into the whole it, yeah. team feels yeah, 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 yeah. it. So we actually uh, I love coming into your store. Does it feel nice? Yeah. Does it feel positive? Yeah. I bet I've, I said I've never been there, I haven't met you at all, but heard about you for ages. And I've seen you in close succession in the in the space of what? How many days? Love it. Love what you do. Great. Because that's what I'm saying. People might think, but, but you're really critical, Ed. Of, I'm not. Really supportive of loads of things. Why would I work with homeless people? Why do I work with all these different things? Do you think I'm going criticising these people? Not at all. But if I'm spending all my time, this is why I don't get involved in local politics any more than I have to, by telling them who aren't on the front line. It's like literally fighting a war and getting these orders. What? What are they talking about? They have no idea what they're talking about. Because that's the truth. Well, that's what I don't get involved. It's not because I can't. No, you know, like, I, 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 I can. Yeah, no, but then there's no enough time to do. Yeah. It takes away yeah, yeah. all the time that you can actually be doing something yeah. positive instead. Yeah, you see, however, I actually believe that what I'm doing is exactly what needs to happen. Often, um, been, uh, often a couple of times, we've been asked to, to facilitate youth councils, mm. which we do. Unbiasedly, I, I haven't got a political opinion. Everyone thinks I'm some sort of socialist or something. I'm no -ist. I'm nothing that's ever gone before. I'm You're only, an edist. I'm, no, that's too egoist, isn't it? I'm just, I'm just into the idea that we have to, because it's not beyond our wit, to come up with a system that is equitable, fair, and, and, and it operates within the confines of nature's rules, which are defined by that professor, Carl Henrik Rober, in The Natural Step, are defined in any, any, any principle of sustainable development, but most people don't get it. I'm an absolute Egypt. I am I'm an, I'm an a, a Irish immigrant kid who ha is not through any, any fault of any teacher, isn't very well educated in that formal sense of it, but lucky enough to have a lot of good people in my life and support, and I've looked at some of the times of poverty or, or, or uh, should we say, doing things as a teenager that I shouldn't have been doing uh, according to the law. 
but according to the boredom of a teenager, they make perfect sense. So I'm desperate for teenagers, because I've worked in prisons as well, not to go into those situations. I know what the temptations are. I also know what can stop that happen. So I don't need to be arguing or, or actually putting the local council in their place because they need to know. They're on the bottom. Yeah, when you, when you become a, a politician, when you become a, and dispense with royalty altogether, it's absolutely meaningless and pointless and exploitative. Oh well, don't get drawn into that one. Um, basically, you got, they're there, they're on the ground, not because we're treading on them because they're not, we're all just one level, we're all equal. So if, if I've got a, a plumbing problem in my house, trust me, I don't think I'm clever enough to, to mend it. Straight away, I'll phone a plumber. They'll come in, they've got years of experience, they do it really efficiently and fine. Brilliant. Next thing. However, they'll often, this is true, they'll often talk to me once they find out what I do about their kids. Anyone that finds out what I do always talks to me. They'll think, think, think hey, I've phone calls, walk up to me in the street, I've got people I've never met before. Listen, um, someone told me in the pub that you can do it, and, and we invariably do. And what yeah. do you do with this, um, your kids? How do you kind of, not you, your kids, yeah. but how do you support them through? Because that's obviously part of what we do as well, yeah. um, to support them through that process. Some of the kids that come to us obviously have had some bad experiences in yeah. life already at a young yeah. age. How do you deal with that? That's all we deal with. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's, yeah. it's that that we're focusing on. It looks like we're not focusing that at all. Mm -hmm. It's about, a, like yourself, actually, creating an environment which is really non-threatening and quite a thing. This is obviously an experiment, like so yeah. different from yours. Yours is very specific and it and 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 long may it continue we'll give you as much support as we can because it's definitely a high street thing. This we we need a cafe to go this. We want to take over the Neil Hall. Not because we are lunatics with other organisations, because it's a community centre. It's got a cafe on the bottom. We've we've done um, um, loads of this is why I know there's no need for a climbing wall because we are often involved in consultation. Never once has anyone ever said, oh, do you know, climbing wall. They do say things like bowling alleys, they do say things like cinemas and ice rinks, and then we put them straight on why that can't feasibly, you know, we could only use it then, da, 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 da. However, the Neald Hall, it's been underused for, for years and years and years. We've actually had the biggest concerts that they've ever had in that place. We've had patrons that come up here that are really quite famous and people from all over the country have come to, to support Can Do to see these celebrities, mm. but yeah. Still. So the idea being that you have a thriving hub because the high street for years has been in demise, right? So what would be the difference about why would I want to, for instance, buy your clothes because of, because I'm gonna buy some clothes anyway, right? Mm. And I'm gonna to come to your shop, not that you'll ever have the ones that fit me. But so you, you did. yes, yeah, well, good. See, so it sized me up because it's got that added. I want to give that investment because it's got that added return. Mm -hmm. It's an investment into something else, not a yeah. capitalist idea. That's all dead. This, this spiritual thing of going away. Well, if I could, we've got a, yeah, we've got a deficit in our, our society. We don't have enough for young people to do. Mm -hmm. Well, we need to do as many things as possible. They have to be sustainable. They have to be continued. They have to be their continuity. They have to be built around things that people are actually attracted to. You're hitting on it beautifully in fashion because it's a massive 
part of our culture, subculture, then there's subdivisions of all the things, isn't there? Well, it, it, fashion is in everything, yeah, in absolutely. everything that and we do. And so I say it's art. Yeah, Art's but art and fashion is very, it's similar it's to, it's me. It, to me, it's creativity. Me too. We, uh, so. so creativity is what we're trying to create. So in the young people or in the older people, the homeless people, doesn't matter who we're with, it's about building a genuine um, relationship where you can do the best for them. Yeah. You're, not, you're not living their lives for them or you know, wiping their whatevers. It's a case of, of facilitating, developing, supporting, hearing, listening, and working with people like yourselves and going, well, there's this person here, or that person could do that, or what about that? Um, these people, if that happens all the time, it happens all the time. Were you here when the kid at the door said, said hey, is this your new shop? Yeah. So, hey, wait a minute. Hey, what are you doing? You're looking for a job. All yeah. oh, right. Only today, my next door neighbour, they're, they're running low promotions. I'm looking out to get them some bar staff. Can't find any anywhere. It's like, right, they need a glass collective. Spoke to them this morning. Brilliant. Now, if that works, that's great. There's two people that have got a solution because they don't necessarily work with young people all the time. But they know that idea, so they'll ask me, just like you will. Uh, we work together and go, right, so what bit can we do? Because then we, because we also run sports programmes. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the time, and he, there you go, he's one of the kiddies that comes from one of our sports oh, programmes okay. and then ends up being in a film. Mm -hmm. You ask him when I first, when we first met him, he was in a special school. Hey man, uh, do you think you'll ever be in a film? He'd be like, I'd be lucky to come out of this school, right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be lucky yeah. to get out of this yeah. school alive. It's Right, cut to two years later, he's not only in a film, he's in a film festival. That kid, who's like, wow, this is your shot. He gets it, he goes, oh yeah, actually, yeah. you can, and it's trust, and it's tr in reality, and you know there's the continuity. You have to find people like yourself, actually, who are not just passionate and compassionate. They have to be, you, you, what you, I said to them, you need to do an audit of these people, you need to say to them, hey, what is it you need? What sort of support do you need to do fundamentally what you're doing What's the bit that's missing? You might say, oh, I need a marketing person or I need an accountant, don't care what it is. Because mm -hmm. the last thing that anyone wants you to do or needs you to do is the bits that someone else can do happily when you're doing something that no one else can do. Yeah. Right. That's where my processes come in place. There you that's why I'm putting them all in place so that other people can, brilliant. so I can delegate the bits. You're brilliant. That I it's the art. Everyone thinks that I, that I am basically uh, the really, really lazy. Or some people are getting going, wait a minute, all his team, Rebecca's one of them, are just really good at what they do. Some of the bits they don't know, because having a note with you is really important. But having people in place that are really, really creative, who are compassionate, who are decent people, who will do of their best and a bit more for the sake of other people. And let's face it, fundamentally what we're doing is helping our community, the wider community, humanity, if you are in the bigger picture, without wishing to sound holier than now. But the reality is, you're right, delegation, allowing, it's, it's, the, it's the difference for me between having a sheepdog or having a pack of wolves. Of course. So you get it. Yeah, you know, it's very different, yeah. It's true though, but people sometimes don't know that. Don't call you a wolf. Did you call me a wolf? Well, I, I love wolves, it's my favourite animal. Um. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my favourite <laughs> no, no, animal. Yeah. It's my favourite animal. I think, and the I think other it's thing partly is, because of that. I think a lot of problems or issues happen is, something like bid. I don't know the bids, so I'm not yeah. going to criticise them in, in, in the way, yeah. but for example, it could be a lot of business people that are driven by money. It's not that capitalist thing business. we talked about. Again, it is. Ah, yeah, yeah. It is, isn't it? But yeah. that, that, so that's where's the soul going out of the town? So where's the, the love? The people that we hire, yeah. 
we don't basically get paid. So yeah. we will eventually, yeah. because this is not sustainable. But what I know that anybody that is part of the project that are driven by something else, yeah. none of the people that are in the project are driven by money. Mm. And that is how it's going to work. And so when they do get paid, that's an extra bonus. That is yeah. not why they're there. Yeah. So I think the problem happens when it is capitalism, when you your main drive becomes money. Yeah. And then the love a secondary. Yeah. But everybody that is on that project, that their purpose, their love for the community, their love for sewing, whatever it is, yeah. creativity, yeah. that is what drives them. Yeah. And I think that is, I think you need to sort of flip it around to make the community or the society work yeah. again. Absolutely. I think that's a lot of the things that you're describing that yeah. you see as a negative spin yeah. on how it's run it could be because of that. The focus is slightly off. I don't know what you did when you were you ever a bored teenager. Never. Right. <laughs> did you ever did you ever vandalize anything? Never. You were good girl. Do you ever rob? No. Were you ever violent? Do you ever fight? Do you ever actually? No. Do, do you ever? Do you that? All those things I've just said ever make sense to you? That you do that as a sort of like yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, was I ever? I think well, no, but I had lots of things to do. I grew up in Sweden. Yeah, well, okay, so yeah, lots of so activities to do, like a climbing wall. I would have welcomed it. Yeah, yeah, but to take the climbing wall. You, you, surely, to God, even in Sweden, they didn't build climbing walls before they had places that the kids could keep out the rain and the, the wind from, just to sort of congregate, have a cup of tea or whatever it is, and talk to people Those about are just their coffee life. shops. Aren't they? No, 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 no. I think for young people that are free, that are social hubs. The youth yeah, clubs, but whatever. Right. There is. Well, there you go. Right. So once you've got all well, of we that. We have youth clubs here, don't we? No. Some. No. That's it. That's what I'm saying. The youth service was totally destroyed. Well, I think I don't know. It's definitely been nice if we. Oh, you obviously been doing it for so long. Mm. You know what you're talking about. You'd hope so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You'd no, hope but so. I think it would be Ten hours. Nice. You know, Twenty-four years. This yeah. is a fairly new thing for me, like the youth thing. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. just something I'm really passionate about yeah. and then I've decided to do something about it. But what I struggle a little bit in this town, yeah. which is also not my hometown, is yeah. enough of people working together, which I do quite often as much as I can with all the other youth providers yeah. and organisations, yeah. working together, benefiting the youngsters. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter who it is. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, can we help you, you help me. Could, That's how it should be. But could you? But it feels mm -hmm. a bit like you doing your thing, mm. and then like rise, you were there, but you didn't criticizing them and the council. And no, I'm could there that, yeah. not be a no, way no, of integrating all of course, that absolutely. together? We're human beings. We have a shared need to look after each other, support each other. Most of the climate problems apparently are caused by the developed West or the developed Northern Hemisphere or whatever, right? And then the Southern Hemisphere, the African countries and beyond, Bangladesh all those countries that are suffering because of the capitalist system. Fashion. Fashion. Bangladesh, huge problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. again. It's true, it's true it's but they're all linked. I'm glad you're right. Yeah. Say it. Say it goes that. back to that. Sweatshops and, exactly. and the water use. Pollution. Yeah. Water, yeah. The whole industry yeah. is all based out there and it's destroying that countries. What we're doing here, yeah. you know, the little Primark t-shirt that yeah. we buy that yeah. we think costs a pound. Yeah. But actually, yeah. there is human, literally, blood and suffering on the other side of it. Yeah. And the global environmental damages that totally. we're causing.
couldn't be anything more. But desperate. this is what we want to do. It's like we, we are on the high street for that reason. We want That's to have it. more of that. Yeah. It's not because we want to be on the high street, but it's a good place for us to raise awareness. But in a such a way, but it's yeah. always on the like we want to do it in a positive solution-based way yeah. so that we're not telling you, like, don't go and buy this, it's really bad. Exactly. You can't do it like that. You that's can't. the point. No, 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 we don't have to be. Because you're right, that's the crux. I agree with you. If I'm going to go down and buy some stuff, I'm very, very, all the stuff I've got except for those shoes and the socks and, and my own let's not talk about them, from second-hand clothes, from charity shops. But people don't know. How do they know, especially the younger ones? They grew up in the 80s or 90s or, you know, wherever they were born. They had no idea. Yeah. That's the only way to shop. Nobody taught them in schools so yeah. that there is a thing of called sweatshops. Nobody yeah. talked about the environmental damage of the clothing and the toxic environment that is, you know, being produced in. Nobody talks about it. But at the same time, we can't, I don't know, it's like we can't just criticise people in a way that makes them feel bad either. Because then they're not going to do anything about it. No. They're like, well, but you can't do anything chance. about it. Give me a chance. Vote me. I think you should do it. Let's yeah. see how well you're doing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I vote for you though. You're, you're rational. You're intelligent. You're a woman. I, you know, I've got a big thing about women. I think they've been totally uh, undermined, particularly mothers. And I don't disrespect to, people, to women that can't have kids. Women that don't want kids, that's up to you. Here's the crap though, women who've got kids, it's literally, and if people don't have kids, they might not know this, it's the hardest job in the world. You had twins, how you did that? That's amazing. Triple time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super easy. If you, if you, if you have the, the, the mindset, and if, why, why isn't it one of our main subjects in school? Why isn't uh, um, relationships, why isn't human development, child development, one of our main aspects? It's not because of capitalism. But here's the crack. It's the hardest job in the world. So if I was going to, I always think this as well. Don't you met Donna? Mm -hmm. Right, she's a great mother. And she has looked after loads of, she's a counsellor and everything else in schools. She used to do that when I met her. She was a trustee when we were a charity. Um, great advisor, great, really amazing at what she does. And she's an artist as well. She's a creative person, she writes, uh, creative writer. I kind of do believe that there's a special, it's not a spiritual thing, I think it's, I think it's intrinsic within women, particularly that have had children. Changes you. Totally, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you become yeah. almost yeah, like, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. You don't mess with a mother. Yeah, you kind of like become a nurturer on a different sort of yeah. level, don't you? Yeah, you know the true value of not nurturing is the responsibility. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Right. A father actually doesn't have that. I mean, no. right? No. Well, actually, no. some, some, well, well, some. Well, but, you know, well, that kind of same nurturing. I grew up with it. I grew yeah. up with with the thing, and I was lucky that when my eldest sons, particularly, were born, I was I'm going to get criticised for saying that. No, I don't. Yeah. But I think. But actually, right. as a mother, well, I think I think it does change. Yeah, it changed yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of becoming a mother, and I think yeah. talking to yeah. other mothers, yeah. you do have a. I think you, I mean, I launched a fashion brand out of becoming a, a mother yeah. because I wanted to protect the environment for yes. my children to grow yeah. up in. I think that's, that's why I'm doing this. That's, that's why I'm doing cool, it. Isn't yeah. it. When you become a parent, actually, not a mother or father, but you enlightened, vested self interest. Exactly. Right, that's why I'm talking. That's why I do want to do the same thing. 
It's not out of some great, oh, look at me. I was like, no, I was a lunatic when I was a teenager. So I don't want kiddies to go through what I had to go through because of poverty or whatever. I had a great family. The only reason I'm here because I had a great supportive family and friends and teachers. Some teachers would say, you know, the kid, you joking, we couldn't get rid of him, he was mental. He did this, that and the other. Others would say, yep, we sort of changed him when he was given these opportunities. I'm only trying to do that for the children that we work with, but we work right across the community. But back to the, the idea of the magic of the mother. It's like, I know this is going to sound really detrimental to some, certain women, but please don't take it like this. When you've got a dog, dog never fully reaches adulthood because you always feed it. Right? In nature, a wolf would go through stages that it would fight to be the head of the thing. Invariably, dogs do not really psychologically reach full adulthood. In the same way, I believe that women don't fully become that thing unless they've had a kid. Mm. It doesn't matter or worse, just it's different. If you haven't had a kid, you'll never know. Of course you won't. It's a fact. This isn't an opinion. You'll never know what it's like physiologically, psychologically and biologically, what it's like to go through that thing. The fear, the worry. Talking about those antenatal classes, and I'm looking there, and I'm obviously like three by Ben's dad. Yeah, of course it is, because it's, that's the bit that you should do as a father is bizarrely, is, and I didn't necessarily do that with my first three lads um, because I was in a, I was at a, a big, bigger region than I am now, less educated, less informed, and it's like the more informed and more stuff I've seen happen, and going like, my God, when a woman, and I said two and a half years ago, has a child, the last thing you want to be doing is cooking anyone else's dinner, cleaning the house, doing the shopping, but, so I've just done it. But happily, because I actually now realise, forget about the work I do, that's like yourself, motivated by, to, 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 to try and develop a world around my children, which I know would be better if X, Y, and Z wasn't happening, right. But at the same time, it's like, wow. If the only thing I can do is make some food, go shopping, do some cleaning, whatever, and change nappies and comfort and sing, because I sing. So I always sing to my children, that's the one thing they've been worse with. Like, yes. I don't. But I got to look after my kids, my first two. I went to mothers and toddlers groups because I was a musician. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm really unusual because there's no other men here. Wow, I'm really lucky because there's no other men here. And I can observe, not, I don't care about men being there or not, but observing the... What we, I don't know what I'd call it, but the power and the energy of watching all these mothers, there's something about that. And it has to be experienced to be understood. You can talk about it when you like, people say, like, be a man in that environment, be the only man in that environment. And then you definitely become Santa Claus at Christmas, but that's okay. And you also, <laughs> also go, wait a minute. I do it lots, there's, there's, there's a good balance of women and men it can do. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you're around the women, and they're doing their thing, not all of them are kids, but the power of their things, like, you don't want to mess with this. You'd be crazy to mess with this, but you'd also be crazy not to work alongside and utilize it. Mm. So the idea that you, we try and restrict or, or uh, control or patronize mm. women is to our detriment. It's like having, yeah. we've got like these, 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 these beings with superpowers, which we, I don't even get cultures that cover them up and make they them walk behind. They don't they? Men. men. It's all m- yeah, yeah. men created. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, right, but, uh, Push uh, them down a bit. Yeah. yeah. Women are powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I say more powerful women. So listen. Yes. Could you be the next MP and I'll support you? No. Why not? You've got grown up kids. It's the matter with you. A minute ago, you were there. You're right there on the campaign. I'm not, I, I don't do politics. 
You don't do life. I, That's like saying I don't do breathing. No, everything you I do, do everything's spent. I don't do as in following rules. You already said. Yeah. I, I like to do my own thing. Yeah. I like to do things my way and I don't like being told what I can do and what yeah. I can't do. And I can don't. do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ca- can't do. <laughs> So, you know, no, that's not for me. Thank you. I think you're, you're, and I don't have a strong enough opinion about things. My God, what time is it? This is time to finish. Yeah, I, no, no, I just realised that things, yeah, no, no, it's that you have. Like, listen, this person's amazing. <laughs> Check out the shop in, what's it called again? Borough Beret, opposite body shop. Yeah, opposite body shop. It's amazing. There's also going to be some art from our young people as well in there soon. Yes, we're going to you, be working a lot together, yeah, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. If you, yeah, if you, if you can put happen. everything. We are. And, um, or for the young people. And for the, for the old people, for everybody. Because see, if the young people are occupied and happy and feel valued, they won't need to go around the town. And our, our senior citizens will be able to feel safer. And everyone needs to feel safer because everyone needs to be respected. I respect you greatly. I'm really pleased to have met you. Sorry to have gone on so much today. But it's kind of because you're quite real and I know that you've done lots of things and you're doing it. I kind of get that. I'm going, right, this is where I'm at with it. And yeah, anyway, I thank you. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for having me. That I was fun. You you're brilliant. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Rebecca, I'm out of here. Goodbye.